and welcome to the Love Mish Podcast. I'm your host, Mish, and it's a billion podcast to listen to, and the universe guided you right here to this one. I've been podcasting for about three years now, so happy third birthday to me. I'm super excited to continue growing and sharing my journey with you. So welcome to my world. Y'all, <laughs> I've literally been talking for God knows how long, and that bit did not record. <sighs> Just give me a minute. Let me sob. Hey, love, and welcome to the Love Mish podcast. Um, I'm so excited to do today's episode, which is entitled "The Generation of Moms: Granddaughter, Daughter, and Grand No Grandmother, Daughter, and Granddaughter." I have a clip art for this podcast, and it's called and it says, "When you're a kid, you don't realize you're also watching your parents grow up." Now, let me let me pause right there and make sure it's recording because <laughs> oh. oh okay so i'm excited to do this particular podcast because it's the women i was blaming the men for so many years but it's literally the women that set the tone that set the rules that 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 govern you know the way society is gonna go and so as i'm writing this book as I'm writing the book, Roses and Thorns, it has changed. It's been revamped three times. Y'all didn't tell me you can revamp a book so many damn times. It started as uh, erotica, past lover erotica. Then it turned into uh, thank you for your lessons, I forgive you. Then it turned into trauma and healing. And I'm, and I'm okay with the, the different transitions. Because it's healing me, and I know that it's going to heal others. Even if it's one person, just like this podcast. It's, it's going to reach who's supposed to reach, and that means I can stand before God and say, I did what I was supposed to do, okay? You gave me that gift. You gave me that light. You gave me that energy. You know, you gave me that creativity, that gift. I shared it, and, it, you know, it helped who it was supposed to uh, help, so... I think we, we we focus on the money so much. Like, that's not what God sent here. God didn't send us here and say, go make six figures. Like, he gave you a gift, and that gift was supposed to change the world or help the world be a better place. So instead of focusing on money, we need to tap into our gift, you know, grow and develop that gift and share it so that we can make the world a better place. But, you know, you're not going to... Some people do make six figures like that, but not everybody. Okay, so... You know how I start out, local business reco would be National Notary. You can go to nationalnotary.org, no matter what state you're in, and you can become a online notary. What I put here is become a notary and make money at online at home. What started my notary journal uh, journey was um, my cousin. I don't know what industry she worked in, but she always used to talk about her notary license. I was like, how do you get that? So it was in my mind already that there was a spark. Um, but I thought maybe you had to be in a business. I don't know what she was in business, banking, mortgage, whatever, but whatever job she had, she had a, a notary. So that was always in my mind. Like, hmm, you know, one day I want to get that. Then I forgot who somebody else like closer to me had it. And it was like, oh, you know, it's not even hard to get. So I ended up looking at it online. The test was super freaking easy. 
you can download all the forms, you know, for stuff that you need to do. And you can charge $10 a head. So all my friends and family would need stuff notarized. And they would come to me. And I wouldn't charge because it's friends and family. I didn't uh, do it to as a business, so to speak. I wanted to be of service for those in need. But now I have my business hat on and I'm going to make some coins. So when COVID happened, you can do notary online. So I'm like, great, from the comfort of my home. I don't need nobody asking me, am I vaccinated? Where am I shot workers? Yada, yada. I don't have to worry about gas and these gas prices. So I was like, great, online. And then when I was in a credit industry, credit repair industry, there was a, another, because, you know, the algorithms will send you people in your circle. So it was another credit repair lady. She was a... um notary signing agent and I was like what's that notary signing agent so when I learned about that you mean to tell me you can make a hundred to three hundred dollars an hour by signing paperwork for someone who wants the house has the money to get the house so that's like check check and they just need your ass to help them sign sign and I'm sitting on somebody's clock for eight hours a day 40 hours a week and I'm not even touching that in a day that means I could successfully do one signing a day Maybe if it's closer to the 300 mark. And like the fuck. You don't. In in a day. In a day. Most jobs you're not making 300 a day. A day? So if let's say I set myself up to do one signing a day for the week. Five days. Like damn. Like that's money. Even if I don't. I'm still coming off with more money. Because of how much I make with less time. I guess where I'm at now is I want to work smart, not hard. Like, I want to have more time to be creative and to, to learn and read books and learn more about spirituality and grow on the spiritual realm. But since I'm on planet Earth, you have to make money for the bills and stuff. So it's like, okay, find a job where I can make more money doing less. Bing, bing, bing. So... But not only that, it's still in line with my industry. So <laughs> it's been a minute since I talked to y'all. I had a vision of being a realtor. I started out being architect. Someone told me you had to be really good at math. And so I was like, oh, got to do something. So I was like, I still like homes. Let's just sell them. So real estate was there. Um, I could not pass the test forever. And I just was like defeated. Six or seven years later, I got into taxes they put me on furlough which sent me to a temp agencies that helped me get licensed and medical and i saw the test that i took for medical i literally took the same test monday through friday and i passed the following monday so i was like oh my god rep number one there's a software that knows the answers because the answers were damn near the same and number two if i keep redoing this I could take that test and then, like, I knew the I knew the question so much. I knew that Billy did this, B. Sue did that, A. Like, I knew it so much. I did it so much that I just knew it was, like, auto. And I was telling my sister, when I drive, it's the same way. If I go a route, if I know a route, if I've been doing a route for a long time, I'd be, like, daydreaming. I'll, like, doze off, and I'll end up at my destination. Like, oh, we're here. <laughs> so if I can teach my body and I think that's what they mean by the subconscious if I can do something over and over and over to where my subconscious got it my subconscious will be taking over 
while I'm consciously somewhere else. Or maybe that's in reverse. But I'm still looking into it because it's like, whoa. I literally took that test. I don't want to say without thinking, but it was already in my mind. Like, I knew the questions from beginning to end. I did it Monday through Friday over and over for eight hours. Like, damn, I knew all the questions. I knew all the answers. Um, I still was writing them down as I, at the beginning, you know, you read a question, you fail. So, you know, you write down the right answers and as you take it, you start to remember. So I don't think it was so much the pen and paper. I just took it so many damn times, Monday through Friday. I had it by Monday. I knew I memorized and I was eating, sleeping, reading questions. All of that had to happen for me to say, girl, find a software for real estate. Same thing. I studied stuff in less time. It wasn't a week now. It was like two days, reading the same questions, taking the same answers, reading the same questions, taking the answers, signing up for the test. Let me tell you how I got mad at them. I finished that test so fast, it, it the screen went black. Like the guy must have felt like I was cheating. So I took it again. It was test two. Test two is always different from test one. So I did fail test two. Took it again, which is was test one again, and I finished so fast and I passed. Like, don't don't freaking play with me. I know the damn answers and I passed. And I'm like, oh my god. Six or seven years later, I finally got my real estate license. But look what I had to go through. I had to work for another company. It had to go furlough. It had to put me in a whole nother industry, which led me to a whole nother industry, which led me to a program where I can see, like, bitches don't know the answers to this damn test. They know these programs and these softwares that know the answers, which baffles me. How do you know the answers to the test? But okay, oh fucking gay. All of these schools are rigged. You know the answers to the test. You're going to charge me because you got the answer to the damn test so I can go take the test? Like, really? This is the world we live in, literally. This is how it all goes. Same thing with credit. You mean to tell me that I don't have good credit. I can be a co-signer on someone else's credit and my credit score could shoot up? The fuck? Anyways. um. So, all, I said all of that to say. I am. I feel like notary and signing language is still in line with realtor. Oh, that's where I was going. So, <laughs> I found a broker that I'm in love with. It's a husband and wife duo. They are African American. The name of the company is Rosa. Rosa alone. I have a book coming up called roses and thorns i always told my parents that i want to have a house mate or help meet or uh i don't want to say like mate or whatever because they're definitely going to be part of the family but i always say rosa so rose has always just been embedded in my life so i have rose made i have roses and thorn as a book and then La Rosa Realty is my broker. I always get things in three. Like, I always pick up on them threes, y'all. But anyways, um, I signed my freaking paperwork. And you, if you go look me up in the deeper, I would be out of it. So, for right now, I am a referral realtor. I have to have a meeting with her and see the do's and don'ts for referrals. I do do Uber. So, I think I want to make little bags for the Uber. With candy in it, my link tree card, and um, something mentioning, you know, that I'm a referral. Like, hey, you need a home? Maybe a key. I can, I can get you the key to a home or something like that. And with each drop off, because it'd be a lot of apartments. It's more apartments than homes, y'all. I want to leave that with them until Uber tell me, hey, you can't do that. But um. And I got that idea from my sister. She said a mom and her two sons came and gave her her groceries. And she gave her a little bag with candy. And it said, thank you for supporting independent moms. 
And I was like, oh, we can leave shit with our people? So I'm not the person that will walk up to you and say, hi, you want a home? Like, I'm down to text messages and emails. I don't need, I cringe at talking on the phone. Whew. It's, I just don't have enough energy for it. So if I can just leave a little bag with people that I may not have that conversation with, and if they can go to my link tree and see all the different services that I provide, and it's not, my link tree has everything from credit repair to Divi getting a home to, um, what else is on there? Carvana. Like, it's so much shit on there. Uh, Planet Fitness, like... <laughs> I learn stuff and I share it. So my link tree is just full of a whole bunch of shit I learned. Not shit. Knowledgeable information that I learned and I share. And I just think it's valuable information for people to know. Like, even if I didn't take it and go to the moon with it, maybe you will. So, anyways, I'm excited to to be able to do that when I start over it again. See what I mean about time? It's just not enough time in the day. And on my Uber, I put, you know... Because I like, I like the part that you get paid every day. Like, they got me on that. And three people have tipped me $10. You mean tell me, yo, you didn't want to get in your fucking car and drive to McDonald's to pick up your food. It's not like I'm cooking it, okay? Maybe we want to work smart, not hard. I literally picked up your food in my area, the ones that I want to do, and I dropped it off to your house. It was originally $4, and you gave me 10 and that was 14 damn dollars for giving you your fucking food that you paid for. It's just like, money is here. The question is, do you want it? But it still does take up your time. So if you would rather use your time doing something else, I can completely understand. But I'm going to use that to get extra money because I have a little creative habit now. And Amazon has just been knocking on the door way too much. And I want to make sure that I'm tapping into this Uber money and not everything else but and and it'll be a a way for me to network as a realtor through uber so i'm excited to do that i have a lot of little wins going on and i have to remind myself to celebrate every win but since it's not the finish line that i see i don't i have a bad habit of wanting to celebrate at the end of the finish line like being accepted into a master's degree the program should have been a celebration alone the first in my family graduating should have been another one and I did not celebrate so I think if not this year or next year or whenever I want to have a big big party where I celebrate my master's degree where I celebrate my bit starting my business where I celebrate my book where I celebrate like all the wins that I don't celebrate because I don't see the finish line that I know is there I want to celebrate because that's almost like telling universe you know i'm ungrateful and that's not the message the frequency that i want to get off i'm grateful for every step that's taking me there like working for the irs being furloughed you know getting my insurance license led me here getting my real estate license and you know how it circled back around i'm back in insurance again so on the first recording i was saying how It's been six or seven years, and I feel like I'm on a six or seven year cycle because it seems like it's starting over again. I'm not. I'm back in insurance, and I'm back with real estate, but the roles are reversed. I'm not doing insurance temporary. It's full time. And I didn't fail the, the real estate test I passed. So it's just interesting, like, seeing things. It's like the same, the same situation, but a different timeline. Put it that way. 
but everything lead, led up to it like i like if i did work for the irs i don't think it would have led me to that temp agency which would have led to that like everything like i was saying whatever decisions you make they're going to get you to your finish line some choices can get you there faster some slower but you're still going to get there so you really can't you can't fuck this shit up literally it's literally how do you want to get there that's what life is how do you want to get to your finish line because we knew what our finish line was before we got here but as we get here in this human body in this skin the different choices that we make determine how we're going to get there so don't worry about the end you're going to get to that end but each choice that you make all the decisions what you learn your knowledge all that willpower your energy your karma that's going to determine how slow or fast you get there or even listen to this how many lifetimes so let me keep going because i'll be on there for a minute i also was saying that one of my exes his um aunt was a signing agent and she worked for the state of california she was getting like six figures and I am going to be moving to Atlanta with my sister or whatever part of Georgia. I'm going to Georgia with my sister whenever they decide to move. Um, so I'm going to have to get a dual license. But as far as insurance and stuff like that, you can, some of these licenses, you can be, like she's in Florida, but she's selling for California. So Thanks to Corona, we could do things mobily, remotely. Your employer could be overseas because that's my company is overseas. Where did they say they were from? I forgot where they're from, but my employer is definitely overseas. So it used to be America outsourcing. Well, now they're outsourcing. And I ain't mad about it. But, um... I'm excited to be going to Georgia because I know more of our spiritual family is there who knows who i'll meet and where that journey will take me so i'm just excited to like get out but while i'm here in florida i still want to complete my goals um i do want to you know get my foot in the door get my feet wet with real estate before i transition out of the state my ultimate goal is to have a condo a house and a home i don't want to work forever i want to have those properties bring me money so that i can focus more full-time on spirituality and my content and my books and stuff and my family but in order to do that i have to you know walk this road or whatever so when i um saw that she was making six figures like you can make one to three hundred dollars an hour signing paperwork so you have the loan you are in love with the house you're going to do it i just need to help you sign this paperwork like i want to work smart not hard like literally if, <laughs> i know we can't go back but if i could go back like right out of high school i would have started on this um but again i wouldn't have made the choices i made and i wouldn't be the person i am i'll be someone completely different so one thing I will say is I'll tell my kids, although I am so thankful for going to college, I really, really am. But I will tell my kids, you don't have to go to college. Um, do you want to work hard? I'll probably start off, do you want to work, is there a craft that you want to do? Do you specifically want to be a doctor, nurse, something along those lines? Or do you just want to make money to support your family? Do you want to work hard like a farmer? Like my brother works very hard as a mailman. Or do you want a more easier call center, laid back, you know, clerical job? And I'll help them uh, filter through because they all get money. The question is, how do you want to get this money? 
So yeah, if you're interested in being a notary, um, where, where I was going with that was, I get things in threes. So, I am a notary. I found out about MLOs when I was in the credit industry. Another uh, credit repair woman was in the industry and she was talking about MLO. And I'm like, what is that? What? You can get $1,300 for signing? Because I was just on level one as a as a notary. So you get like $10. You could charge for gas and stuff like that, but literally $10. And I was like, what? I don't even make that an hour. $1,300? That means I could do one signing a day and be done. Motherfucker. Done. Even if it is an hour. I work one hour versus eight. Sign me up. Um, And then my ex, his mom was doing it no she's an mlo no she's a mortgage loan originator so she was my confirmation for the notary and then on my fertility journey page called mommy and me this lady that i follow she was gone for a long time she was trying to have a baby for 10 years when her and her husband i'm staring because i literally said all this previously but her and her husband were trying to have a baby it took them 10 years when they finally had the baby they ended up getting a divorce um and she came back saying hey i'm a realtor i'm a signing agent and i'm a mortgage loan originator i was like oh my god they all do go together so i i i'm in the real estate field thank god i finally got there y'all like god i need to like drink i have to drink in safe spaces because the niche and night at me my god there's no telling what she will do so I'll probably just be with my sisters and just drink. Or you don't have to drink to celebrate. You literally don't have to drink to celebrate. I need to find another way. I'm so used to drinking to celebrate, but that's literally hurting my kidneys. Hmm. I just want to be able to celebrate that in a big way. Like, bitch, you finally got your real estate license. And I don't know why I'm not, like, screaming it from the mountaintop. Like, I feel it. I don't know if I'm just nervous or what, but I'm I'm somewhat hesitant about it, and I hate it. Maybe if I ain't got my first check yet. I don't know. It's, there's something there, but I know what it is. I want to be at the finish line where I'm already this mega realtor, and I'm just starting. And it's like I'm being ungrateful and impatient because I'm not where I know I'm going to be. That's what it is. Huh. We be psyching ourselves out. You know what it is. Stop downplaying it. Okay, so anyways, when I saw her, I was like, to me, that was God's confirmation. Like, yes, you're on the right path. Um, you do want to be a realtor. You do have your notary license. And when my ex-aunt um, was an MLO and she was making six figures, it's like you're not going to be selling real estate full time because there are months, weeks, maybe years that you don't sell a house. And how are you going to make money to support, to help your partner and your family? So it's like, okay, I need to have these other sources of income to supplement me. So I want my three properties. I want to be a mortgage loan originator, a signing agent, and a realtor. Really tricks for the ladies. So I'm like, okay, you know, I want it to be, for, I, want, I still want to be further than what I am, but I am enjoying the process because looking back, I see that every single choice that I make, gets me to my finish line but depending on the choices that i make it'll either get me there faster or slower 
But I'm also learning along the way. And I'm not going to get to where I want to be unless I learn all the lessons that I need. Instead of me, you know, being a six-figure realtor, how about we take our time and get these finances together? So <laughs> I feel like a uh, universe be like, I know what you want. But we're going to get there the right way. So I'm just learning to embrace the turtle. I'm going to make some turtle jewelry. Because, bitch, that story with the tortoise and the hare, I'm definitely on the tortoise path. And it's killing me. That's what it is. I feel like a hare and a turtle's body. It's freaking killing me. So, anyways, um, this is going to be a three-part series. I, I apologize, you guys. So, the next one... The video movie TV record would be Healing Your Inner Child by Beanie TV. I recommend that you listen to the whole thing. I'm just going to give you a clip. God just gives me a message in so many different ways. It could be an article. I, You know, articles are coming up that I'm going to read. You know, different people on YouTube, books. Like, they all, like, are, are whispering a message to me just different ways. And I, I'm like, okay, God, I hear you. And I just compile it into a podcast and send it out <laughs> to the world. But this this message about grandmothers, mothers, and daughters has just been coming to me. I'm learning to heal it for myself. I'm putting all of the different messages that I get together in a podcast and sending it out. So she came on my path as God's messenger to give me another message about the grandmother, the daughter, and the granddaughter. And the way she interpreted it was healing your inner child. But I'm going to play a clip. She still was talking about what? The mother and the daughter. So I'm going to pause for a moment so that you can hear Beanie TV. Okay, so thumbs up for that. Thumbs up for that. So I'm going to go ahead and get started because I'm feeling into it. So like I always say, this is the fourth week, and like I always say, our parents are just people. Who our, and again, whoever raised you, I'm going to use the words mom and dad, but if your grandparents raised you, if your aunt and uncle raised you, hey Eva, welcome beautiful one. Whoever raised you, let that be true for you. I'm going to keep saying who raised me, right? So or I'll keep it as general as possible. So the people that raised you, your parents, the people that gave birth to you, they're just your parents. I mean, they're just people. <laughs> they were who they were before they gave birth to you. So if my mom was a narcissist when she gave, when she gave birth to me, she was a narcissist way before that. And I know that because I've had these tough conversations with my mom about her childhood. It's really important to have conversations and ask about your mother or your father's um, past lives, right? And asking who were they before they gave birth to you because society wants you to believe that like, oh, when you have kids, you change. Not on like, I think that, so I'll speak from my experience. What I know is that when my dad, when I, when I was born, that was the first time first time that my father ever felt love now he loved my mom but they always say like you know when you have a kid you experience a new type of love so that's beautiful and awesome and amazing but the other side of that is like 
dang. So that means that my dad never felt like the love from God, the love from the universe. That's just sometimes how I think about it. You don't have, if it doesn't resonate for you, then fine. But it's important to understand like, okay, that was the first time my dad ever really experienced love. Now for me, I experience love when I go out on hikes, right? And I'm looking at the leaves and I'm just feeling just blissful and high and in love with life. And that's very frequent, you know? So I think that I was born into parents that didn't really know love. They didn't really know how it feels when you're like in meditation and you're just like feeling the love of spirit and God and you just feel so deeply loved. Like, I don't believe that they ever had that experience. I don't believe that they ever had that experience with between themselves, right? So already I'm coming and I've chosen because as a soul, you choose the family that you want to come into. There is like a, a, a contract between you and your parents on a soul level, on the 5D level. So I knew that I was going to come into a family that did not know love. Same thing with, and then we take it back to our grandparents, right? My grandmother really did not know love. And I'm not talking about romance. I'm talking about the energy of love. Oh, my earring. And that affected the way that she mothered my mother. And my mother told me that she shut off her emotions at like the age of nine or 11 because she was in so much trauma and so much pain that she, as a child, and this is what makes children so intelligent, right? This is what makes human beings so intelligent, right? Intelligent to the point that it's our detriment. She'd made the decision to just stop having emotions and stop feeling the pain and the hurt, which is what caused her to become, go into narcissism. I think that that was, that was her fate anyway. So sometimes like we have to remember that our parents, they have their own birth charts, right? They have their own soul journey. They are not, I want to say like they're not in charge of us. They're not in control of us. They don't, they can't dictate our soul journey. Even when you have kids, your kids are on their own soul journey. You could be the best emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, best parent ever, but your child could still become addicted to something because that is what they chose before they got here. So a lot of this stuff is like out of our control. And that's why it's so important to like. So you want to know where to invest $1,000 right now? Well, forget about stocks, real estate, or cryptocurrency deep down inside, have the energy of forgiveness and radical acceptance when it comes to your parents while you are on your inner child healing journey. It's really important to ask your parents about their childhood 
And I pray that you get some answers, some good answers so that you can understand, okay, this is why they didn't hug me. This is why they didn't um, show up for me. This is why I didn't feel seen by them. Anything that your parent did not do, they did not have it within them to give. And that's with every single human being on this earth. There's no such thing as like, oh, someone is going to change for you. No, someone has to change because they want to. And sometimes it's just, for a lot of our parents, it's too late. It's too late. That's why it's so important to get the backstory. And we're going to talk about this next. Get the backstory and then just like radically accept them and radically forgive them without allowing abuse, right? Just because you accept someone does not mean that you're going to allow abuse. That's where your boundaries come in. That's where you become an empowered empath. That's where you stand up for yourself. That's where you know your worth. That's where you know your deservability. Right. And it takes time and it takes practice. Right. Like for me, I can say like. Because I was in like a, in a empath narcissist relationship with my mom, it's only been the past four years and I'm 33. So it's only been the past four years at my Saturn's return when I finally broke free from that. So I'm fresh out of the abuse and the trauma and the cycle. Right. I'm fresh out of it. I'm not. Um, this is not stuff that I realized yesterday. Like, no. Right. Like. So you're always going to be depending on how intense you want your healing journey to be. I love me. Gratitude to you. Grand rising, rich rising, rich afternoon rising. Depending on how intense you want your healing journey to be. You're going to have to have that hard conversation with your parent. And I think the first week someone asked like, okay, well, how do we have the, cause you're going to have to go to your parents. You're going to have to use your throat chakra and you're going to have to say, Hey, person that raised me, I did not feel seen by you as a child. Do you have a moment? I would love to talk to you about how I felt about, about um, my childhood experience. All right. And what I love the most about Beanie TV, she shouted me out. Y'all heard her. Yes. I'm thankful for the internet because... In life, you meet people off of what music you listen to, maybe a school you went to, maybe a job you work at, maybe your surrounding, maybe your neighborhood. But the internet was like, you can meet people all over the world. And one thing that you guys connect upon, for me, is just knowledge and consciousness. We're teaching each other. So I click on her page and I learn about this. She may click on my page and learn something else. And I'm just like, wow, like this is the pool that i'm in right now and i just love this conscious pool that i'm in right now and all of the conscious people that i'm meeting and i love to learn and grow and develop grow and develop but this subject has captivated me the most that's why i know i'm on the right path because i'm like 
I can eat, sleep, and like if you it feeds my soul, put it that way. So at the end, Baby TV does a meditation to heal your inner child. This is already gonna be a three-part uh podcast. I didn't want to put her whole thing on there because that's not the point of the podcast. I just like to share different perspectives along with mine. Um and so I'm a collage I realize I'm a collages. I can't draw, but what I do on Pinterest is I get different pictures, I pull up my pics art, I add words and stuff, I put it together and I have a whole new creation. As a projector, I don't have the energy to generate like that. But I can take shit and I can co-create the fuck out of it. So that's how I feel like this podcast is. Like, things do come to me. I can do a whole podcast on my own. Don't get me wrong, you girls. Wind it. But I love co-creation so much. I love my energy mixed with someone else, yada, yada, yada. And I feel like that's what my life is going to end up being. Like, a whole bunch of co-creations. but Which is what we're all doing anyway, right? Um. So, yeah. Go to her YouTube and make sure you listen to the end. Um, and she even goes into more details about the history of her, her mom. And it's just interesting to hear different perspectives. Like you, you have one type of relationship with their mom. You may have seen her relationship with her mom. And you may know her relationship with her mom. That's just one viewpoint. But to scale back and to hear another, you may say, oh... You know, mine wasn't as bad as I thought. You know, let me be more grateful. Or, oh, hmm, she went through that. Or, hmm, you know, it's just, it just gives you a different perspective. And I think the more perspective you have in life, the more well-rounded you are and the better choices you can make and and the better that you can heal and stuff. Because you may be thinking, woe is me. Like, no, bitch, her mom freaking hated her. Her mom abandoned her. You know, her mom was on drugs. When you start to hear, like, different stuff, you're just like, you know, it teaches you to forgive and to be grateful and, and thankful. And I don't know. I don't. I can't really put it into words. But sharing is really good. We should share more. The world should share more. What I've noticed now is with all these podcasts and YouTubes and stuff, People aren't really, maybe they are still focused on drama. I know it's still out there, but they're being authentic. They're saying, you know, I don't feel like putting on makeup today. This is me. Or I want to have purple hair and you will get this purple hair. Or um, I don't have a million followers, but I'm going to still do my video. I'm going to still make it cute. And I'm going to post for the two people that see. Like, for so long, we've been seeing the celebrities and, you know, the people at the top, people at the top, people at the top. And I feel like society has flipped. Like, that has gone top down to the little people are at the top. We're watching the little people, you know, and they're giving us more knowledge and wisdom than what we was getting from the other end. But, you know, that's just my uh, perspective. So, check her out. A podcast audio record would be I Say Podcast. I stumbled across... I say, I say, however you say it. You know, everyone says it different. I don't think there's a wrong way to say it, but however you say it. And I really enjoyed her podcast. I really do. And I wanted to share that. Like, I, I can't wait to do a podcast one day where I recommend all my podcasts. And then I recommend, you know, all my mentors. I just come across some very interesting beings. And maybe, I, I think I know what it is. My circle has been so small for so long. It's just been this set group of people and maybe a couple celebrities. But now I've opened up 
space for brand new people that I may never meet, especially with me being an introvert. The internet is just allowing me to meet different people in the conscious community and, and looking at blogs and podcasts that I would never look at and, and being able to meet people that way when it was just those 20 people I had in my life, that was it. I was only getting their opinions, their point of view, and I'm widening that up. I only would go on YouTube to listen to music, really. I really wasn't really, I didn't follow the relationships and stuff like that. Like, I've just got on this whole vlog thing. Not not even necessarily vlog, but people are teaching on here. Therapists are giving sessions online. You know, people are healing online. I don't know how to explain it, but I can just, I can't even name all the people that I have come across. I'm literally writing down their names, their websites, you know, signing up with their discourse. And it's like, wow. So check out her podcast i don't think she had a clip about mom so i didn't add a clip <clears throat> but she was mentioning how she had scaled back from her friends and just was giving herself self-love and she does a lot of other podcasts um and she's just real real and down to earth she did a medica- meditation podcast one of her own podcasts was just meditation and y'all know i'm on this conscious wave so i just wanted to share that share her with someone and see if um she is able to uh help you on your spiritual journey as well because that's what we all literally are here to do whatever our gifts are we just share them and we end up helping each other that's literally all it is so the reiki Healy prayer record for this podcast will be mothers um mother father god universe Please send healing to all of the mothers, the mothers that are praying to be mothers, the mothers that have lost children. Um, the mothers that are mothers right now, I mean, there's so many different categories of mothers. Like when, when Mother's Day come around, somebody made a list with different colors of different titles, like having Mother's Day to the mothers that have lost babies, to the mothers... Um, that are battling postpartum to the current mothers. And she just listed, like, so many different titles of moms. I'm like, yes, like, nobody was fucking left out. Um, so, yeah, prayer to all the to all the different categories of mothers, whatever category of motherhood you fall into, even if you aren't a mother, even if you don't want kids, guess what? You have a womb, and you can birth things mentally, physically, emotionally and spiritually you still get birth boo all right um and i said please send them healing so they can pour knowledge wisdom and love into the women of the next generation because it's women who give birth to nations now my music record is going to be elkie Nahir. he just randomly again consciousness is just sending me god mother father god is just sending me people from all over I love his music. If you go to his YouTube page and type in, type his name, Elkie Her, and then I literally put Mother Trauma, and a song came up. And his songs are not verbal. It's just music, but it's therapeutic and healing. And that's what you hear in the background right now. <laughs> so check him out. And let me tell you be doing screenshots and i'll be forgetting to go to the damn screenshot um 
let me see did i do it on screenshot did you do a screenshot yes so elkie to her the name of the song is healing the relationship with mom clearing codependency love hate energy frequency healing like to me that's what i see this future being this is gonna be a healing fucking future like we went we it's like a polarity like if if, if life if if life was a line it's like we got through the bad and we're and we're rising on the good and it's like yes because it's taking us a long time to get here i'm just so excited for the future because it's going to be all about healing okay so let me see so that was music i have a link below for apple as well a spirit teacher mentor guide that i want to record for this podcast would be 5d conscious map the link is below again almost every topic that you can ever research on a conscious journey to help you on your spiritual journey is there and i wanted to do a podcast on every single one and i found on his page he actually is doing a podcast now he stopped i sent him a message like hey keep this up like you the one did the research and give us the tea so um I have so many ideas that I haven't even gotten around to that. But that map is full of every fucking topic that you could ever think of. And when I started my journey, Seven Bomar brought me in. I was at IRS. We had to do these, um, you know, every year you got to do your harassment and all that shit. And it's like, after you've had one job and you go through that shit, I don't need to redo this every year. Like, what's wrong with them? Why do we have to redo that every year? Unless the rules change, I'm like, come on, compliant. That's what it's called, compliance. So I was on YouTube, and I don't know how I came across him, but I didn't know what the fuck this man was talking about. So many words and terms, I just started writing them down. I still have all the paperwork. Like, he would say numerology and astrology and consciousness and 5D and Dracone. And I just was like, what the fuck is this man talking about? And I would just write down all the terms that I didn't know or understand. Here I am six years later and I, I grasp the different topics and now I'm like, okay, I know that. Or now when I hear the word, because I, I'm familiar with the word, I can get a new perspective on it. Like, hmm, never thought about it that way. Or, okay, I have a better understanding. Or, you know, just the growth. And it's like, wow, would I be on this path had I not worked for the virus? Had I not had that downtime to do compliance? It's just like every... If you, ch- I understand why they say if you try to change one thing, it's going to change everything. It really will. So anyways, check out 5D Consciousness. When you go to his website, you can see his YouTube page. You can also go to the podcast, etc. Amazing. 10 out of 10 would recommend. A good book or good record read would be better. That is from the Essence Magazine. The young woman that was interviewed, she actually wrote a book. So I wanted to recommend that book. I read it. I I breezed through that book. I was like, okay, yes. And I loved her book because actually I have a section where I'm going to break down the different things I like about that book. So let me see. Oh, I didn't even put it in here. Okay, so I'm going to circle back around to that. So a quote for this podcast would be, But there's a story behind everything, how a picture got on the wall, how a scar got on your face. Sometimes the stories are simple and sometimes they are hard or heartbreaking. But behind all your stories is always your mother's story. Let me say that again. 
behind all your stories is always your mother's story because hers is where yours begins that touched my soul y'all this is by mitch album for one more day um the tag was mothers and stories and that and that's why i was excited to do this podcast because it is the the woman what my great grandmother from the beginning of time went through and the choices she made affected her daughter and her daughter and her daughter and her daughter to me and that's why it was so important on my healing journey i'm i'm i don't revamp the book three fucking times the first one is generational trauma and there's so many levels of generational trauma from wealth to slavery to the motherhoods you know the patriarch patriarchy it turned into this podcast so I'm just excited to be able to share and hopefully this will end up helping someone but what I realized is that it's a woman you know she can't she can't change the cards that she was dealt right it is what it is but with the cards that she has she does get to paint the future or the choices that she makes will affect that next generation and that's why I think I was so hard on men for so long, but it's literally the women. The women do set the bar. So if society is fucked up, you got to look at the women. Where are the women fucking up at? Because once they clean up, society will follow. It's like we are leaders. We were the fucking pharaohs. We were leading countries and fighting wars in Wakanda. Weren't all those soldiers fucking women? Like when you look at the Lion Kingdom, who killing the fucking prey? As above, so below. As within, so without. If nature is that way, so are we. The fucking queen bee is sending the men out to work, having the kids, and what? Building that dynasty. So, I think there's another lesson in there that universe is giving me. But it's like, okay, yes. We're going to heal the trauma that we have. And then we're going to go forward with that healing. So, uh, I get a news blog from Greatness by Lewis House, and what he said is, you're not the same person that you were last year or even last week, and that is amazing. So, keep working on your growth, and beautiful things will happen. And I want to say that to all of the mothers. I don't want to say good or bad or indifferent, but no matter what choices you made as a mother, if those choices are in the past, that's exactly where they are. You are a different person today, right in this very second. If you have been on drugs or doing alcohol all the way up to today, this moment, this second, you are new. Allow that new version of you to give birth. And when people bring up the past, you tell them you don't live there no more. Um, who, who is the girl name? Uh, Tiana Taylor is doing a Buzz podcast. And she was sitting down with, uh, what's the girl Harvey name? Lori Harvey. And she was saying, I don't know who that. What I want at 20 is not what I want at 25. I don't know who that girl is. I don't know where she at. I'm completely new right now. <laughs> and I like that. It's like, yes, it was a part of you. But if that part of you is not still living and making the major decisions in your life, you don't live there anymore. And don't let anyone hold that over your head. It was what it was and it is what it is today. And be thankful for that because, you know, usually... Whether it's mistakes or blessings, they all shape you into who you are. Like, every single thing shapes you into who you are. So, you can you really be mad at it? <laughs> um, so, yeah. Mothers, it's okay, you know. 
like he said, keep working on your growth, okay? Keep working on your growth, moms. And then some laughs for this particular podcast with the topic of motherhood would be, how many do I have? I have four. I hope they're funny, guys. The first one is, what is a com- why is a computer so smart? Because it listens to its motherboard. The next one is, why do the cookies cry? Because his mother was a way for so long. You get it? Way for? <laughs> um, the next one is, what color flowers do mama cats like to get? Purple flowers. Because, you know, cats purr. And what was Cleopatra's favorite day of the year? Mommy's day. So I hope, you know, the, those little jokes brighten up your day. But now we are going to get into the podcast. Bruh, I literally just sat here and did. This might be a three-part series, an hour each. Like, really? So, on my YouTube pages, I listen to, like, different conscious lectures. And it'd be, like, two, three hours long. I'm like, dang! But when it's a topic that you really like, the energy, the juices, it just get the flowing. And next thing you know, it's two, three hours long. So, I'm gonna break this up. I wanted to post it all, but I doubt anybody was sit and listen to three hours straight or you know who knows but i'm gonna split it up that way you can hear part one part two part three like i've been doing and um so that's gonna be it for this particular episode and then part two i'm gonna talk about um the two articles that i read and in one of the articles she referred me to a book I'm going to uh, read a couple of things that I liked in the book. And then it's another, which led me to another book, y'all. <laughs> and I want to uh, read some questions in there. And then part three would be a comment that B. Simone and Ashley made on the no for sure podcast which just i just listened to today by the way and um my spiritual sister exo michaela if you don't follow her go follow her i was just so proud of her growth she is just so fucking young on the spiritual journey i literally was head down ass up feet on the wall shaking my ass in somebody's club at some fucking phone party like spirituality was the last thing i was worrying about in my fucking 20s even though I would club Saturday, be up Sunday for church, I feel like I'm on a deeper spiritual path than the, all the time that I spent in church as a young. And I was, my mom was pregnant with me in church. And I'm closer to God than before. It just blows my fucking mind. One thing I love about my mom, she was like, I ain't gonna stop you on your path to God however you get to him. Now, my grandma, on the other hand, she'd be like, them rocks ain't God. I'm like, I know they're not God, but God made them. I'm like, oh, <laughs> if you don't get that, I don't know. Ugh. But anyways, um, so I'm so proud of her and her spiritual growth because by the time she has her child, just imagine the knowledge and wisdom she's going to be able to partake or, you know, give them because she's taking the time to do the work and that's literally what it is you have to know that there's a problem want to fix the problem and then turn around and do better and i know that the the other generations had other shit that they was working on so they couldn't even open this door 
the previous generation was trying to, to break down the financial gap and put their families in homes and stay married. The generation before that was battling freaking segregation. That was a battle by itself and crack and who knows what else. And the generation before that probably just wanted to be free and not hung or shot. It's like you can't put this journey on them because they was battling other stuff. So it's like each generation has a baton. And I feel like our baton and this uh, at this generation is acknowledging the traumas, uh, learning different healing modalities, growing and developing, and feeding that to the next generation so, so that they could take that and go so much further. So yeah, I will catch you guys on the next episode. I hope there was something in this episode that you learned. Um, if not, put in your toolbox and save it for later, like my mom always says. And I will catch you on parts two and three. Come back now. It's 7.9 billion people in this world, yet you met me. And that is not by happen chance. It's a divine meeting. And may we guide each other well. If life is a school, what lesson did you learn today? What class did you take today? Did you pass or fail your test or pop quiz? If so, it's okay. Failing allows you to restudy an area that you're weak in so you can try again better than before and pass with 100%. Keep learning, evolving, and spreading love. And I hope you see the fruits of your labor. Namaste, love a stay, and always vibe high, babe. Thanks a million for listening. I hope you have a better than great day. Love you. Talk to you later. Bye.